0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dice World, the get path, podcast on the planet. We I heard questions like. Dressing up for holidays work on Galarian. What well, holiday? Spooky one? Like, yeah, spooky ones. Like, because these creatures do actually exist in the world, and there is probably at least one holiday somewhere throughout the world of Galarian where they dress up all spooky. What? Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: What's yeah, up yeah. with that? Um, I, saw, I saw somebody say that it would be offensive
0: to dress up as a, <laughs> as a vampire
2: on the world like this. So I was like,
0: why would it be offensive? <laughs> okay, there are two ways I can see this. On the one <laughs> hand, it could be offensive in that, like, you know, vampirism is like practically a disease in this world, and there are people who may have lost their loved ones to vampirism. It's a, it's a thing. On the other hand, I'm imagining Vlad the Vlad the Ghoul sucker going like, blah, blah, I'm to. Hey, are you? Is that supposed to be a vampire? Stop, man. <laughs> man that makes me feel no good. Why why is
2: this version of of, Why is this version of vampire Why do they sound Like Is it German or Russian
0: It's some It's some vague European accent It's a vague Hello everyone and welcome (laughs) Welcome everyone to Dice Wall Rolls Halloween Special 2021 (laughs) Uh, 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 uh. Where we've got all sorts of Spooky stuff on the way for you all. We got You're gonna ghouls. shit your pants. You're gonna shit your pants because there's gonna be ghouls, there's gonna be goblins, there's gonna be gnomes. All sorts of scary stuff to make you piss yourself non-stop. That's pretty scary. Pretty scary. Um, we're just gonna hop right in. Today we are going to be playing a little <clears throat> adventure called The House of the Midnight Violet by Jeff C. Stevens on DMs Guild. Um, This is an adventure, which you can buy yourself, uh, normally for D&D 5th edition, but I'm going to be doing some on-the-fly conversion to Pathfinder 2E. And fellas, just a heads up, a content warning if you will, this one's going to make your bones rattle.
1: My bones! Uh,
0: Are we ready to begin our adventure? Yeah. Um. A sign hanging above the door of this quaint countryside inn reads Savier's Tranquil Inn. The inn is painted a light, pleasant green colour. Various plants grow along the side, and colourful flowers line the walkway. The door is wide open, and the sounds of whistling, occasionally interrupted by a soft voice, come from inside. And uh, we see Three figures kind of making their way up to, uh, to Savier's Tranquil Inn I think it's uh, the late afternoon right now we see a, a tall elven man a lean human noble and a short and bouncy leshy alchemist it's the Kastner expedition everyone Emendiel completely doesn't meet me and Seraphim Herodias Calum Theodora Castor The fourth The fourth <laughs> <laughs> um, It's been I think about a month uh, since your little expedition up to Lion Lodge and you guys have been kind of just making your way around Taldor together uh, as if um, Emendiel didn't figure out uh, that Seraphim is hiding a particularly a juicy piece of uh, lore about their hobbies, as it were. That Sarah is, in fact, a, also not only just a noble, but a vigilante known as the Fading Fox, who uh, helps right the wrongs that the corrupt nobles of Taldor do. You've come to the town of Twilight Hallows, um, a small, small uh, little hamlet, Um, just on the edge of your parents' duchy, uh, Sarah. Um, Mm -hmm. You have specifically come here because uh, many, many times, mostly in conversations uh, with Amendiel, your mother has recommended that you do come down here to uh, Twilight Hallow uh, to specifically try uh, a particular tea drink from uh, Savier's Tranquil Inn. You are here to uh, sample some Midnight Violet Tea, which is apparently so good that um, it required an hour-long discussion with uh, the hunky elf. So that's what you're dealing with, Sarah, and also Emma, no. to understand. Um You're finally getting here. It, it's taken you a long time. Um, there are not many roads coming out of Twilight Hollow. So um, the air is kind of getting cold, and autumn leaves are spinning off the trees. How is everyone doing?
2: Pretty neat. Mm, um, I mean... Emon's fine. <laughs> he's just <laughs> so... Um, he's mostly just, um... I think he's mostly just, uh, like, watching, um, Pletely and Sarah to make sure that they're not getting into too much trouble. Which is what he's always
0: doing. Are you excited, uh, Emon, to try this tea that... Uh, Duchess Kastner uh, insisted you try also insisted you bring some back to her
2: I think he feels a little bit neutral on that um (laughs) (laughs) but I mean (laughs) he's sure he'll he's pretty sure he'll like it um but he does not get the hype about having to go all the way to another place to try some tea
0: Mm mhm he
2: thinks it's rich people shit
0: And Sarah, how are you doing? Uh
3: I mean Going on this trip For basically a tea run is like Okay, I could have been At home
0: Resting, but sure, this is fine <laughs> Um, have you been up to Any more, uh, Fenicky Business, uh, between This time and last time? Uh, with the whole um, you know dwarf cultist of a devil trying to hunt you for sports
3: <laughs> um, I think they're trying to be a little careful with the fake stuff. I think they're just yeah I think they're just kind of vibing and if any emergency comes out, then they're like, all right, I gotta step in, but only for a little bit as a treat mm-hmm. Shame. Um
0: so your 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 appearances have been few and far between. Uh a Mendel nose completely is like a like a baby who believes in Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um uh-huh. the air is kinda of cold as like finally you're cresting the hill and making your way towards Xavier's tranquil inn. What do you guys say to each other? What are you guys doing? What, what
2: you know, let's let's give some character. Um I think Emmon sort of sighs and he's like I really hope this was worth it.
4: Ooh, it will be. There's nothing like a good cup of tea.
2: Yeah, but we've been traveling for a while again to do that.
4: (laughs) A low price for a cup of tea.
2: I understand
3: a good cup of tea. It's a very nice thing to have in a past time. However, (laughs) were three people really... Did three people really need to be sent...
2: I think your mother likes sending me on errands. I think my mother just likes
3: putting all three of us out of the- Well, putting me and completely out of the house. I think (laughs) I think she just likes knowing that you're working. (laughs) (sighs) She knows where you are.
4: (laughs) Madame Kastner is quite fond of you.
3: I'm so sorry.
2: It's fine, I'm used to it <laughs> he,
0: he smiles a little bit By now, you are just outside the inn and um, as you kind of like get to the doorway uh, you find a source of that whistling you heard while you were approaching A thin and sharply dressed half-elf man balding pate, uh, corralled by curly grey hair moves about the lobby, whistling and murmuring to himself He's in the middle of stacking a set of books around a, on a coffee table when he takes a moment to take a single finger and push his sliding spectacles back to his nose. And that's when he notices it. Uh, his whistling stops quickly and he finishes his stacking. Oh! Well, do come in, come in!
4: Don't mind if we do.
0: Um, the lobby is elegant, tidy. Three very comfortable looking chairs surround the coffee table. Initial. Sh- In addition to the books, a steaming kettle and several sleek porcelain cups sit on the table. The aroma of tea invites you to indulge. Shelves stocked with decanters and bottles of all shapes, colours and sizes line in the uh, the lobby walls. Uh, The half-elf, who you assume must be uh, the uh, Savier who this place is named after, um, comes around the desk, picks up a quill, dabs it in some ink, and opens his customer ledger he looks up at you over the top and uh, kind of adjusts his spectacles uh, at the ready and says, uh, Good day. Uh, room or herbal remedy? I I say. And he kind of adjusts his glasses and he looks at you and says, Are you not Baron Seraphim Herodis Calum Theodora de the Fort? <laughs> at,
3: at the start of that sentence, Sarah, Sarah, <laughs> Sarah like, stands up straight almost like oh yes I'm being recognized and then was full named and her, their their shoulders just drop and they're like <laughs> yes uh, that would be me how do you do
0: oh, very well it's wonderful to have the local nobility come to visit I I, I say you must be a the dear the famous hunter yes mm, yes it's nice to meet you oh. My mother was very fond of uh, you, and back in the day.
2: I'm glad to hear it.
0: <laughs> He's so embarrassed. I cannot express to you how embarrassed he is. That every time that he goes anywhere, somebody's like, "My mom really thought you were hot." <laughs> uh, and he kind of cranes his neck and looks down at Pleetly. And you, our little fellow.
4: That's so right.
0: I'm Pleetly. Uh. Well. Um. My friends, um, your your Grace, well, how can I help you today? We've come with tea. I believe we're here for tea. Well, you're in luck. Tea is my specialty. Uh, any particular type you're looking for?
4: Uh, the Midnight Violet variety, if you have it.
0: He kind of nods, but like there's a look on his face. You, you say that? And mm-hmm. uh, makes a t- sound and then heads directly for a blue bottle that is sitting on one of the shelves. He pulls a tattered rag from his pocket, picks up the ball and wipes it down, and checks it, inspects it, and then puts it down and says, I'm sorry, but I don't think that'll be possible.
3: Uh, Sarah kind of tilts their head to the side in confusion, like, Um, and why's that?
0: Well, we're out of Midnight Violet, and though it's a local flower, um, I don't I don't think it'll be likely that I'll be getting any more of it anytime soon. Well, does anyone
4: else sell it?
0: No, like I said, a very local flower. So local, in fact, that it only grows one place in the entire world, on uh, a little island just a, uh, in the center of the lake nearby. Oh. Unfortunately, despite how close it is, no one ever wants to go get it. And why's that? Well, um, I hired a group once to retrieve it. A team of tree adventurers such as yourselves. Only one returned and he was never quite the same. He turns his attention to a pink bottle picks it up and begins wiping it down. As he does this, he like continues to tell the story, but keeps looking at. He's only looking at the ball. He's not looking at you guys.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: He returned with the midnight violet, yes, but it looked like he'd aged some twenty years. That's... He stayed in this town until the end of his days. Seldom spoke. When he did, it was just nonsense.
2: What the? F- what the fuck?
1: That's odd.
0: It's a shame because, really, this is, honestly, the one thing our town has going for it. The tea? Yes. Well, the flower.
2: Hmm.
0: We don't have anything else, really, to distinguish us, so... I reckon without it, it's not long before this little place fades into obscurity. We won't even be a note on the map anymore. It's silly that something so small is the one thing keeping us from being forgotten by the rest of Taldor, isn't it? Not that I would imply that it's, uh, your kindred's uh, fault, uh, my 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 Baron. Uh,
3: believe me, if there is anything else that I could do for you so this town could provide for itself better, I can. Can't look in his face
0: for a second. Well, I wouldn't want to put a noble in trouble, but believe me. My, fam-
3: my family knows that I'm trouble.
0: It does not matter to me. Yes, but uh, you must understand uh, your grace. If something did happen to you and it came about that it was because I'd sent them off on a journey, well it wouldn't be a good look for me, but but you two he looks at uh, you, Amandiel and you please, um, Lisa. Perhaps uh, you two I don't suppose you'd be open to running a quick errand?
4: I'd love to run an errand. It's my specialty. Well, now my specialty. Get it? I made the same joke that you did.
2: <laughs> that was really funny. Uh, Can you tell it again? I
0: didn't I didn't make a joke.
2: Sp-
4: you <laughs> 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 yes, you did. What? <laughs> no,
0: I... That's just how I speak, sir.
4: So about that flower? Um... <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll pay each of you, uh, 200 gold pieces and a potion of your choice for my stuff. Oh, and, uh, free room for the night, of course, for, uh, all, all of you, he kind of, uh, points, uh, including, uh, your grace. He bows a little bit to you, Sarah. Uh,
2: uh,
3: I- are
0: you quite sure? Oh, yes. Abs- well, <laughs> it's wonderful to have uh, the nobility come to visit, of course. Um, and perhaps you could bring word back to your your family that uh, perhaps new roads would be... Oh, well, <laughs> I, 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 I speak too much. Sorry. Uh, no, not... Actually, not enough. New roads. I understand. Thank you. But regardless, I would not put you in danger, uh, your grace. Um, however, your two uh, consorts... If you two are willing, it's in the middle uh, of Lake Trout. You'll need a little boat. Short journey, perhaps an hour. Uh, You'll know the island by the beacon, uh, red beacon radiating from a lighthouse. Uh, Many years ago, uh, the the township hired a wizard to cast a spell on the lighthouse that would continually light it uh, in red as a warning to sailors who may run around uh, during or run aground during the night or in foul weather. You should be able to find transportation to the island down at the docks. Are you open to um, accepting this quest? Why not? Oh, that means so much to me. You truly <clears throat> are as good as the the, the tales say, Lord Amendio.
2: <sighs> Thanks. I just like helping people.
0: Young leshy friend, are you interested?
2: Yes.
4: Wonderful. I'll do anything Kastner asks me.
0: Well, he kind of claps his hands together. Says, "I will show uh, Baron Kastner to their room, and uh, the rest of you um, simply head down to the docks, and you will be able to find uh, someone willing to take you down uh, True Lake to 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 the uh, to the island. Um, everyone will know what it is, of course. Um, you just tell them you're heading towards Avrigard, uh Island.
2: We'll do." Thank you.
0: And like that, uh, Xavier kind of uh, starts nudging you, not physically, Sarah, but like, come on, this way, let's go. Don't want you getting in any trouble now, come on.
3: <laughs> I think Sarah just looks back at, um, Amandiel and completely just kind of sighs.
2: <laughs> I will see you later. <laughs> <sighs> see you soon,
3: hopefully. Try not, to, try not to get into too much trouble.
4: Oh yes, be safe, young Kastner. No.
2: Do not get into too much trouble yourself. Looking. I...
4: <laughs> Sarah's a good child. They would never...
3: I mean, I have a room. I know where to stay. I also have my rapier, but fine.
0: <laughs> um, so the party splits. Never to rejoin.
1: Never, ever, ever, ever.
0: Um, completely and, uh, uh, Amendil, you two leave the inn. How are you two feeling? That's my first question.
1: Uh um, Alright, fine. Please Pleely likes flowers. is a flower.
2: Emin is almost certain that in the next few minutes, Fennec is gonna come back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Please not expecting uh, to see Fennec, but you know how Pele's gonna react. <laughs>
2: Um, Eminent is well, is, uh, is counting, the seconds.
0: <laughs> um, do you two want to make a diplomacy check uh, to see if you can find someone willing to take you, uh, you know, down to the the uh, Avengrad Island? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Will you make me a diplomacy check?
2: Thirty-one. Oh my. Eighteen.
1: Oh wow. <laughs>
0: I was oh.
2: like, oh, I roll
0: it. 31's a good roll. Oh, it's a nat 20. Right. We're level five. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, I think you ask around and this is more difficult than you expected. Hmm. They, the people, like, the people that you, like, come around asking, like, hey, do you know how to get to the island? All of them kind of, like, rip their teeth at you and like, eh, nope, bye. Um... You find some people who are willing to talk About the island But very few people are willing to Even discuss getting you to the island Um I think, um Eamon uh, You kind of come across a Um, a rough looking dwarf Kind of scowling Um, what of the town guard Looks like mm-hmm. Uh, he says The island Yes No
2: oh no okay why
0: no one goes there anymore owned by a elven for a long time ago had a couple of mm-hmm. kids I think it was an artist or something but um no don't go there
2: is it ever dangerous
0: he, I think he doesn't really want to talk much about it after that But uh, a little bit later, you do find someone uh, uh, who is willing to tell you if it's dangerous.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, It's a middle-aged woman carrying a woodcutting axe, and she looks at you and says, yeah, I knew the fellow that brought back the flower for Savio. He died. (laughs) Oh, Damn, lady! Why? He never said. But I think he saw something on that island that I stayed with him. So if you don't want something staying with you, you'll do best to turn around.
4: Well, I always love company.
0: Um, but you're not 20 eventually, I think, Emmanuel. You do find someone who kind of like exhales. I'll take you down for 15 gold, which is a high fucking price. That is a lot of mm-hmm. money. Uh, it
2: is a hard time. I need a raise. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, and you know the funny thing, as you two mm-hmm. are like paying, completely. Uh, I think you see someone kind of like out of the corner of your eye, mm-hmm. a shadowy figure wearing like a long black robe, uh, practically completely obscured in the darkness, except a holographic fox's mask. Kind of watching you guys.
2: <gasps>
1: I completely, like, uh, uh, kicks very lightly towards Emendial, mm-hmm. uh with uh, their foot. They're like, Yes, look, yes. Look.
2: What? Yeah, yeah, yes I'm, I'm looking. This
1: way, hither! Okay. <laughs> Coming.
4: I spy with my eye the coolest bitch around! Is it... Oh.
2: <laughs> I see.
4: See, look for yourself! Okay. Look!
2: Ah. Wow. That is unexpected.
3: Alive. It's
2: but... here. I do.
3: I think what happens is they get a spot of their of their mask and then blink and they're gone <laughs> Oh shit <laughs> And then they And then they hear like Rustling footsteps like close by behind them And they're like oh <laughs> hey guys what's
2: up
4: Oh Fennec my beloved
2: Fennec Why are you here Hello by the way <laughs> Do
4: you two have business here
3: uh, they kind of shrug and just go, nah, not really. I was just kind of wondering.
4: Oh, then what a coincidence we meet. <laughs> it's so good to see you again.
2: <laughs> I can't can-
4: believe young Master has missed you twice. <laughs> 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 How unfortunate. Really, the worst luck.
3: Oh, is Sarah right here too?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Yes. They're back at the inn in their room Back at the- Doing young noble things
3: Back at the inn Now what are you two doing here?
2: We're trying oh. to get Some It's a rare flower What is it called again Plately?
4: The Midnight Violet
2: We're looking for a Midnight Violet too. I think it'll save this town from obscurity
4: Yes, and it only grows in one place. It's very hard to get, and the last person who tried to get it died horribly.
2: Oh.
3: My favorite. Damn. Moral Uh... peril.
4: I can't wait. To die? Perhaps who knows what life's adventures have in store for me. Completely,
2: you are Uh... not the most common way to handle death.
4: I accept death it. as part of my life. Yeah, and then I you- die and I become a new somewhere else.
3: I'm really glad for uh, you <laughs> <laughs> So You're having trouble getting to this place?
1: Yeah
4: Oh yes we're being charged so much just to get there, because it's so dangerous and everyone might die. It's 15
3: it's gold. 15. Oh. Here. <laughs> As they just take some gold out from their back pouch and just hand it <laughs> over to the dude without even looking at him.
0: <laughs> he kind of squints Is that the
3: fucking fading fox? <laughs> yeah, dude. What's up?
0: Shit! Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Sick, right?
0: Meekly gets in the boat and says, "Well, if you're going to the island, we be best head- start heading." Hmm. Would you like
2: to come along?
4: You paid, after all. Uh, yeah, I could
3: tag along, see what's going on.
0: Ooh, yes! Two with a party,
4: another adventure with the fading fox.
0: Um, so you guys hop into the boat. It is uh, the evening by now. The sun is beginning to set. Um, the travel time is about an hour. You begin to make out the red beacon that Xavier described. As you get closer, you can see the island. It is lush with trees. You notice a decrepit boat slip without a boat, and what you believe to be a rooftop barely peeking through the, tree troughs, the tree tops. The treetops. It appears that a small journey from the shore to the mansion is required. As you step off the boat, you see a faint trail leading from the boat slip up to the interior of the island. Although overgrown, you believe this trail leads to the mansion. The the guy uh, nods and says, Well, I'll be back in the morning.
4: Oh, sleepover!
0: I'm not staying here.
2: What's I there? understand that. Get back safe.
0: And Karen nods and begins growing out, leaving you guys on this island. It smells damp. This place smells damp.
4: Well, there seems to be a trail up to the mansion.
3: Uh, I guess we should just head up then. Fuck it. Okay. okay. Ooh, it's
0: floating. <laughs> Well, I think, completely as you're floating, you um, you do see something. Just as oh. you start up the head of the pack, completely, you see something buried in the dirt of the dock. Oh. A small tusk or horn protrudes from the gravel. Oh, he
1: Pletely's gonna go check that out. Okay. To see.
0: Well, you you come over, you pull it up, and completely it's a stuffed unicorn, like a little toy.
4: Oh, the perfect gift for young Casper.
0: It is moldy. It is clearly aged. It looks like it's been left out here for years.
4: My, you need some tender love and care.
0: There is some blood on it.
1: Plyly shrugs uh, and goes, no matter. And completely like rinses
0: it off in the water. <laughs> you guys see Plyly doing this. Plyly starts talking to themselves, walks up to a tank and <laughs> washing it. <laughs>
2: Hey, what are you doing? <laughs>
0: what? what
2: what what is that? Oh,
4: it's a toy I found on the ground. I'm simply washing it off of all its debris. What debris was on that? Oh, you know, gunk, dirt, blood, some sand, blood. a little bit of mold.
2: blood? Blood?
4: It was red. I suppose it was blood. Oh, brownish. It was dried? Question mark. Was dried?
0: Oh, it's it's massively dried.
3: Lately, I really don't think that's a toy.
1: <laughs> it is a toy. See, he, like squeezes it, like a bunch of like water and mold falls off. Oh.
3: Okay, then it's not a good toy. I think we can put it down now.
4: All toys can be good when they've been repaired. I do-
2: <laughs> we should maybe leave the dead's toys alone. Yeah.
1: Oh yes, if you say so. Clearly, doesn't even just like put it down. They just hide it behind their back, as if they did put it down.
2: I'm gonna accept that as you
0: putting it away. Yes. Do you guys want to keep moving? Mm
1: -hmm.
4: Okay.
0: And I'm going to roll a d100, real fast. Don't worry about it. (laughs) I see. Okay. Don't worry about it. Okay. You guys make your way up the path. And it's long. It's winding. And... I think halfway up to the mansion you do see something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a little black cat sitting in the middle of the path just kinda looking out at you guys. <gasps> psst, 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 psst. It does not come closer. It just kind of looks up at you. Psst, 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 psst.
2: Is that a cat? A small kitten. Seems like a cat. A baby. It is pretty baby, I can't lie.
1: Can we float closer?
0: Uh, yeah, the moment you start coming closer, it just hisses and (laughs) sprints off into the woods.
1: Oh. Oh.
4: (laughs) Baby no like.
0: That's a good sign.
4: Well, probably means nothing. Let's go in.
0: Uh, do you want to make me a nature check, uh, Amandil?
2: Yeah, I do. 26.
0: A 26? Uh, mm. yeah, you can recognize that I was probably just a feral cat. Okay. Um, and you are aware that oftentimes if a family has pets, um, and the family leaves a place, uh, the pets will often just kind of go feral.
2: Makes me sad. Emendiel
0: frowns. Hmm. Do you frown at the skeleton? Yeah, he does.
2: He fr- yeah, he frowns at the skeleton. Why is there a skeleton? It's, there you skeleton? didn't see
0: immediately because you saw the cat first, but not too far from the cat, where the cat was, there is a skeleton kind of in the ditch, in the path up to the house.
2: Yeah, I frowned at that.
0: Uh, do you want to make a medicine check to see if you recognize what kind of skeleton this is?
2: Nah, let's try it. Um,
0: no, not. Rolled, I rolled in that one. <laughs> uh, you, shiver, you shiver real bad. The skeleton freaks you out. You don't like that.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. It's upsetting. Completely
1: seen a lot of skeletons before. Can he roll?
0: Yeah, make a nature check.
1: 18.
0: Okay, no, completely. you recognize that this is the skeleton of... Wait, Completely seen a lot of skeletons before? Hold on. <laughs> Finish your thought first, please. It's a note. Okay. And you can tell from scattered debris around it that this is uh was an adventure of some sort. They've got coins, dagger, rotted away armor. Ooh.
4: I think that's the last one that came here. Oh. It looks like an adventure, too. Of
3: course. I mean... We're not the only party there at the sent here, so might this one might have been from the last. Oh, yes. Would you say there was there was a group of three and only one came back?
2: I believe so, yeah.
4: Oh, then they might still have their adventuring gear on them.
2: Oh my god. Okay.
4: <laughs> what? You can you give do. Keep back to nature and nature takes.
2: You can do whatever you like
0: completely.
1: Aye, aye. Completely goes up to the fucking skeleton.
0: She has 15 gold. Pockets in. Okay. Uh, regardless, either way um, You guys can head uh, Up to the house now Because there's nothing else in the way You ready?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah
0: Before you stands a magnificent stone mansion You can tell that it was once a grand building But many years of weather and neglect Have left it degraded a wide set of stone stairs lead to two large closed steel doors. A plaque, hang on, a plaque hangs on the door and reads Avrigard Mansion. And I think it's a diss. I want Amendiel and a Fennec to make me a society check. Alright.
3: 17.
0: A 22 and a 17, is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I think both of you kind of click suddenly. Avrigard, you do know that name, actually. Uh-huh. Avrigard is a well-known name in the art industry. Mm. Uh, he was a famous painter, uh, and due to his disappearance from the art world, Avrigard paintings always sell well at auctions.
2: Interesting.
0: This must be the place. That's actually really cool. I think, uh, Fennec, you know that Seraphim's mother has a few Abrigade paintings.
3: Huh. Okay.
2: You okay? Yeah,
3: just recognize the name. Oh. painter and all that. Yeah, same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man's got a creepy place.
2: Maybe he was less creepy while he was alive.
3: I sure as hell hope so. <laughs> <laughs> You have to go check it out. Check out <laughs>
2: the
0: house. Yeah. <laughs> They're getting distracted. Um, okay. Uh, so you get up to the doors and you get ready to open them and crunk.
2: The door is stuck. Door stuck?
4: Mm mm-hmm. <laughs> Door stuck. Um. <laughs> Thank you.
3: Um,
4: <laughs> Ooh, perhaps you could use your big muscles to. Tear it down.
2: Are you talking to me? Yes. Oh boy.
3: <laughs> you wanna make that leg check him and deal? I'm more of a quick fighter. You're uh as you're uh and Fennec gives them gives him a once over. A lot stronger.
2: big strong <sighs> old man. I'm not that old.
1: Yes. Oh
0: t- <laughs> Do you want to open the door?
2: Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I need you to know. I need you to know that I was gonna laugh. I was gonna laugh because of the fact that Amendiel has a negative one to his athletics. He has a
0: negative one. And then I rolled a nat 20. <laughs> So I think the way this works in Angel is you're like, okay, and you kind of like, and you just shoulder charge the door and it just fucking slams open and you fall on your face on the inside.
2: Ow, ow. <laughs> oh, good job. He Are you okay? He sort of pushes himself up and he goes, I'm an archer. I don't use a sword, so I'm not actually all that strong. So I just was, I was, I was going to fuck with you guys. I was going to like hit it and be like, oh no, I'm actually very weak. And then it worked.
3: <laughs> I just have strong arms, you know. That is true, actually.
2: And that's about all I have.
3: <laughs> you have your looks.
0: Um You open the door and the exterior light spills into a grand foyer. A tin layer of dust covers a beautiful marble floor. Trails of small paw prints are seen in the dust and a peculiar, unpleasant odor floats in the air.
4: Hmm. Smells like up dog in here. Smells like up dog in here.
0: Would anyone like to make me a naked <laughs> jack?
2: Sarah, sighs. <Sarah>, <laughs> a very long sigh. <laughs> Emendiel very visibly ignoring ignoring that is like uh, I I also said the wrong
3: name Uh, Fennec (laughs) placates and just turns completely and goes what's up dog I don't know
2: (laughs) 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 I don't even know what to tell
0: you man (laughs) oh bad Real bad. Okay, uh, sorry. You have no idea what the smell is, but uh, <laughs> you no, know, really, think it <laughs> smells like updog. It might actually be updog, um, but unfortunately, then you very quickly, you uh, first off, you do recognize what those little paw, like those little uh, pop prints in the dust there? Mm-hmm. They're feline. Oh. Like, like that feral cat, or like bigger? Mm-hmm. No, no. About that size. They're like feral cat. But uh, the smell, unfortunately, you do recognize.
2: Mm-hmm. It's, it's piss. <laughs> is it cat piss?
0: Yeah, it's cat piss.
2: That's really bad.
0: So what do you guys do? It's big foyer. Uh, there is a stairwell that leads upwards. Uh, And there is a door to the uh, left, and a door to the right, and a door to the back of the room. And you suddenly hear... a little voice. Hmm. Coming from your right. Hello, Mr. Tip-Tap. And then, immediately from your left, you hear the same voice whisper, How are you today?
2: Who is hearing this? All of you. Oh, why?
0: <laughs> There's no one around, like making that noise. No, there is no. It came from the right, then it came from the left.
2: Did you hear that? You heard that, right? I heard it.
1: Yeah. Um, please so gonna like lean towards the the right because the, the right was the, where they heard like Mr. Mr. Tappy or something. Mr. Taps. Mr. Tip-top. Um. Mr. Tip-Taps, excuse me.
4: Uh, and they're gonna go, Hello? Is anyone there?
2: Oh god.
0: Nope. This doesn't sound like it. Just they're Clyde. gonna
1: flop over to, like, the door on the right.
0: Uh, sure. Um, Do you want to open the door and check inside? Yeah. Okay. Um, you kind of poke your head in and uh, you find a study. It's slightly a jar door. store. And when you look inside, you can see that there are books and papers scattered around the floor, lying haphazardously around the room and on the desk. Some books lay open. Some are open yet upside down. It looks as though someone came in and shoved the books from the bookshelves. Several paintings of a man or a woman with a small girl and an older boy hang lopsided on the walls or lay on the floor just below where they once hung. Every single one of these paintings has been slashed. A chair sits in the middle of the room facing away from you. Turns so that it is viewing the only painting that has not been vandalized or removed. The painting is of a beautiful human woman and a young half elven girl sitting by the beach with their legs tucked to their chests. They're smiling at each other. The woman's outstretched hand caresses the girl's smiling face, and you sense love in this whole painting. A small brass plate at the bottom of the picture frame reads True Love.
2: Interesting. Hmm.
0: What do you guys do?
4: What a nice photo.
2: It's f- it's sort of freaking me out.
4: Would you like to flip it over? N-
2: no, I don't want to touch it. We're we're fine. We don't need to. Okay. Okay. Hmm. So, are we all in agreement that this place is, like, insanely haunted?
4: Yes. Incredibly. I'm shitting my pants.
0: Um, I don't like it here. There is, I will remind you, a chair in the middle of the room facing this painting.
4: I don't like this room anymore. I can think we... we should leave and never look at it again. Okay, we can try that, yeah. Tally-ho, let's go.
0: You don't wanna come check out the chair?
1: No.
3: Not entirely.
0: Okay, you can leave. Especially not
1: that you've asked, no.
0: It's just you did open a door, look into a room, and see a fucking a room which has been completely ransacked except for a single chair facing a painting.
1: (laughs) Yeah, not gonna touch that.
0: Okay, fair enough. Uh what do you do instead? Derry, do you really want us to interact with the chair? You can- you can- well, no, you can go elsewhere. There, Like, okay. this room here is a dead end, is what I'm saying. Uh, it is- well, actually, no, it's not a dead end. Now that you mention it, halfway <laughs> uh, up to the top of the room, there is a door leading out of this horrible study, but you would have to pass <laughs> the chair to get to it. Fennec looks at the others like, alright.
3: Anyone want to bite the bullet before I do?
4: Go ahead, brave Fennec. You won't catch my ass dead doing that.
3: (laughs) They walk up to the chair. They put their foot, like, on the side of the seat and kick it so it kind of drags to the side.
0: Yeah, you do, and something falls off that chair and slumps onto the floor. (laughs) A fucking skeleton. This was once an exquisitely crafted upholster chair, but now it appears to have been slashed several times. Not, Not by blades. By something else. In the chair sits the skeleton of an elven man His clothes are torn away And gnaw marks cover his bones He is Picked clean of all flesh Oof. And It looks like he had been staring at the picture in the wall And In his crumpled fist And like you see He had a note A little piece of parchment mm-hmm. Do you want to pick it up? I uh, yeah, they,
3: they pick it up and they read it out loud.
0: Okay. Well, here's what you read.
3: I write this knowing that these will be my last words. Even now, I feel the madness digging in deeper, clawing at my mind. My dear Eloise, you've escaped this wretched house and I'm thankful. I regret not tucking you in the other night when you asked. My love is eternal, my little doll. Adriana, I'm sorry that I was too late. The madness took hold of you quickly and in turn it took your life. We will be together soon, my love. Herbert, my beautiful boy, I'm sorry that your ambitions and dreams will never be realized. Now that I don't know that I don't blame you for what happened, it is it wasn't your fault. You didn't know. The shame and horror of what I had to do will haunt me even in the afterlife. That fiend was feeding off all of you. His magic cursed everyone. I'm sorry, my son, so very sorry. And so, it is time for me to atone what I have done and not done. I will sit and enjoy my last moments with a goblet of fine brandy and the loveliest of views. Be free, Eloise, I pray that you never return to this forsaken house.
2: So good.
4: Mmm! Yikes!
3: That was loaded. um
4: Yes. Uh. Didn't quite like
3: that.
5: <laughs>
3: Little family and everything, and. Fiend?
2: Something happened. Clearly. Hmm.
3: We should probably keep investigating to see what exactly this fiend is and
0: how it got here. Oh yes, and maybe you'll find his Viol- uh, midnight violet. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and that—that that too. That's a, that's another reason why we're here.
0: <laughs> uh, I think something that you notice uh, pretty quickly, both uh, Anandil and um, uh, Fennec. Is that this painting is definitely an Avrigard original, and then it kind of hits you real fast what that means. <laughs> uh huh. This skeleton that's been chewed up and gnawed, picked clean of flesh—that's Avrigard. That's him. Oh, oh.
3: Kvenik <laughs> looks down at the at the skeleton, and they're like, "Oh, I'm I'm sorry about the kick. I, I, hmm." <laughs> Sorry. Uh, hopefully we can give you a better afterlife. I, I'm really sorry about the kick. I didn't know who you are. Oh God.
4: I'm sure it doesn't mind. We will not be haunted.
0: You want to check out that door? The one that you were uh, considering up to the north?
4: Yeah.
0: You open it, it's a walk-in wardrobe. Ooh. It's... Is it closed today? there? Uh, yeah, but they're all ripped to shreds.
1: Damn.
0: There's also some fishing gear and various outdoor toys.
4: Oh, fishing!
0: Regardless, this seems to be a dead end, just like Avergard <laughs> Let's keep looking then.
2: Suppose it's yes. our only choice.
0: You'll find this Midnight Violet, in no time, fellas. <clears throat> you make your way back into the foyer. Um, like I said, there. Uh, uh, you kind of look around. You see a door thirty feet. Uh On either side of the middle, you've just come from one of them, there's another door, uh, directly off the side, and then a grand staircase leading to a second level. We can save the stairs for last. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Uh.
1: Did we go through the door on the left?
0: No, you haven't. Would you like to go check it out? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, the left you go and as you kind of open it, it the room contains uh, several easels holding unfinished paintings dried paints and old rotten brushes although the pictures are incomplete it is obvious that the artist was an expert you can see that the uh, painting is a bouquet of purple violets hmm. uh, signed by a avregard which is not the Avrigard you're thinking of you know that um, the famous Avrigard is Roland Avrigard so What's a Avrigard uh, I think with having read the note uh, must be Adriana Roland's wife
2: a family mm-hmm. of artists
0: she'll never get to finish this painting
2: I'm deal four ou
0: <sighs> there is a, a door here that leads uh, into the north, deeper in, or you can go back into the foyer.
2: Do you want to go through the door or go back? could
4: go through the door.
0: Yeah, let's let's try the door.
4: What's there to lose? Our lives, but sure. (laughs) Maybe for you too.
0: Well, you move into the next room and you can see that uh, several chairs and loungers surround a coffee table uh, in the center of the room. A copper bowl sits on the table and holds three small rocks that supply a dim yet tranquil light short stack of books also rests on a table. It looks like it was uh, some sort of reading room. Um, there's cat hair everywhere and it smells of piss real bad. The furniture is in deplorable conditions. Looks like the cast use a scratching post. <laughs> As they tend to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you want to check out the books? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Sure, why not? Uh, you find, and this is a direct quote, the characters find the following books. Filthy halflings. Spank my moneymaker, maker. Uh. And understanding the nomish language.
1: Oh my god.
0: Spank my what now?
1: <laughs> what the hell? Dirty
2: stash, I guess.
0: Born, born. Understanding the nomish language.
2: <laughs> Emmin is just like he just makes a face. I don't, I don't want to... to touch that. <laughs> Neither do I. Um the Nomish language one is at least. At least that one is normal. It's
1: the only one.
0: Regardless, um, you can kind of see that ha- the back half of this room uh, kind of just... it. You can see a window uh, and you can see a lot of rubble on the outside. Uh, but aside from that, um, there is another door uh, on the right that kind of leads uh, back out towards the foyer. Which you assume must be that north door that you saw earlier, too.
1: So Flutely's going to peek inside that north door.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, you peek in, and uh, what you see is uh, a bedroom. It is magnificent. A large four-poster bed with gold-colored curtains, currently all closed around the bed, sit in the middle of the room. Uh, there are several small stones that radiate a soft yellow gold. Uh, oddly, this room is much colder than the others. It's strange. Burr,
4: I don't have nerve endings to know that this is cold. Well,
0: you literally cold.
1: do. Plants don't have nerves, shut up.
0: Plants also don't Ye- talk. Yeah,
4: but this is magic.
1: Point.
0: Yeah, okay, you know what?
4: Why would magic give him nerves?
0: Well, I think you you realize very quickly you do have nerves because um, they kind of flare up in fear in a second because you see something.
2: Oof, my nerves!
0: Because the curtains on the nearest side of the bed begin to move.
2: Oh, shit.
0: And out slide two ethereal blue legs. The feet drop to the floor and a human woman in her late 30s steps out. She is ethereal and blue. And doesn't notice you. She walks to the dresser, reaches for a hairbrush which passes right through her hand and she begins to brush her light blue ethereal hair. It looks like she's completely unaware of the fact that she isn't even holding the brush.
2: I think we should leave the room.
0: Hmm? You dare, where have you been? She kind of turns to you all now, and she's putting her hands on her hips, she looks annoyed. I've been calling for your help forever! Uh... Apologies? Just do your job, will you? I need you to go find Roland, he needs to get out of his study and come back to bed. He's been spending far too much time in there, and I miss him.
2: Is he... in his study?
0: Yes, come bring him back to me, uh, quickly, alright? right. tell him that I uh, i am expecting him. He can't get away with staying up working all night as always. Oh yes, the work of an artist never stops but the work of a husband needs to begin at some point too, don't you know?
2: I would agree with that.
0: I certainly hope so. Now go do your job. We don't pay you for the, to just stand around.
2: Chop we chop. Pay us at all. Aye aye, men. <laughs> I think the then um, sort of steps out of the room and goes... I... I would like to go home.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That was a ghost.
2: Yes. (laughs) A ghost who seems completely unaware that she is a ghost. A ghost with marital issues. Oh, my favorite kind. (laughs) Do you think that if we help her that she might What a rest. I feel bad leaving. Because, I mean, she's not being violent or anything. Um, I think he he looks at the others and he's like, are you both okay? I'm shivering my timbers.
3: Not exactly, but the uh, uh, sooner we can solve this, the sooner we can get the hell out of here.
2: They're not violent. They haven't attacked us. Not that we're doing anything to provoke them. But maybe if we help them they'll be able to rest
4: perhaps then we should go find a husband
2: she said he's in his study should we bring back the skeleton yeah I guess it's so morbid hm. what's a bit
0: do you... so do you go to the study and yeah. drag Roland Avengrad's Avan- uh, uh, skeletal remains back to his wife
3: Okay, maybe not drag. We're not dragging. <laughs> it.
0: But you bring he it back.
2: Very...
3: Yes.
0: yes. Okay. So you go. You pull him. His uh, it really doesn't feel great. There are scratch marks all over his bones. But you eventually bring uh, him back to Adriana's bed, and you open the bed curtains to lay Roland's remains down. Adriana is in the bed sleeping you can see that her ghostly figure cocoons her own skeletal remains. As you place Roland's body on the bed, Adriana's ghost wakes up, but only slightly. She looks at you, and then at her husband. She smiles ever so slightly, caressing his skeletal cheek with her spiritual hand. Thank you She says quietly You may go now She then moves closer to Roland Snuggles up to him And disappetates he hmm. has gone <laughs>
4: Okay. Rest
2: in peace. Was oh, sad. It was a bit sad. Ghosts make me sad. <laughs> 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 they also scare the shit out of me, but that's neither here nor there.
4: Well, they're probably resting in peace. Hopefully.
0: Notably, you haven't seen any young boy yet, and you did hear like you, that, Mister Tip Tap thing still is unexplained.
2: -hmm. Evan frowns, and he's like, "We're gonna have to find this child, aren't we?" Yes,
0: and Mm -hmm. maybe the Midnight Violets.
2: Maybe one day,
0: (laughs) at some point, we'll find it. You want to head up the stairs, Uh, in the Mm -hmm. foyer? Yeah. Dice will roll or turn after these messages.
5: When the warmth of summer is under threat.
4: I spy with my little eye something big and gray. Oh man, that's a big storm cloud over there, don't you know?
5: One group will brave the storm.
4: Ugh, Suka, it is colder than Baba Yaga's tits out here.
0: Literally, right now. We must use our most powerful weapon. Quick, everyone, love each other. You can listen to the adventure. If you climb in the saddle, you best be ready for the ride. Roll the dice
2: and have some feelings with the Dimension Tour podcast as they play through Paizo's reign of winter. Oh, except, you know, you
0: don't actually need to roll the dice because we 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 like we, we pre-recorded this whole thing and we already rolled the dice, so...
4: Eh. Ah. Shmerigold, no, we are recording right now. Oh, dear. Good girl, just quiet,
0: Few hundred years ago, this whole place was full of life. Whole world was, as a matter of fact. We had libraries full of arcane secrets, towers hiding ancient treasures, more magic than anyone knew what to do with. Gone now. People argue as to how it happened, but the long and short is that after some great war, magic just dried up. Used too much of it, I suppose. Now, there's still the occasional traveling wizard, sure, but their power pales in comparison to what there was eons ago. What we have left is the tree truths of Astoria. Firstly, truth number one the world ain't safe. The bits that aren't irradiated are dry deserts full of monsters, outlaws, and the occasional monster outlaw. When you leave the safety of civilization, there's no guarantee that you're coming back with your heart still in your ribcage. Truth number two: Without magic, we've come to rely on artifice to keep society moving. Gas lights illuminate the night instead of magic crystals. Giant, powerful locomotive machines made of steel and sweat get you where you need to be instead of any teleportation gates. And most importantly, building off this truth and the last truth tree, this is the age of the gunslinger, able to kill a man dead fast as any fabled sorcerer with a wand. There's good ones. There's bad ones. And you'd best believe there's ones more hideous than a trollhound's backside. In fact, in the tale I'm about to tell you all about, it talks about a few folks just like that. Pull up a chair and take a lesson to the weirdest tale in Astoria. The story of a little town called Safe Haven. I'm happy to announce Safe Haven, a weird West-themed adventure module written and illustrated by yours truly, Derry Luttrell, the host of Dice Will Roll taking players from level 5 to level 8, and compatible with Pathfinder 2nd Edition and D&D 5th Edition. It takes place in a low-magic setting and has anti-colonial and anti-capitalist teams. Players will unravel the mystery of the sleepy town of Safehaven and its environs, and encounter new monsters, unlock new items, and take part in a tale of gunpowder, grit, and greed. Also, there's an old lady with a huge lizard wife that owns a Comar store, so that's fun! You can find more information on the Dice Roll Twitter, at Dice Will Roll. Do you want to make a podcast, but you're just not sure where to start? Do what we did, and try out Anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So, yeah, you want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today or go to Anchor FM to get started. We now return to Dice Will Roll. Um, You'll probably do a perception check if you want to just see if there's nothing you've missed there.
2: Sure. Thirteen. Nineteen.
0: Thirteen. Everything seems fine.
2: Okay. All right. Cool. Well, gonna ignore the fact that you said the word "seems" and
0: just keep going. Okay. <laughs> you gonna head up the stairs? Yeah.
2: Uh huh. Yeah.
0: Okay. You do see another skeleton. God damn it! Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, this one is also in adventurer's gear. Oh joy! And you can see that he's a ragged-looking uh, man. Leather. But he's kind of just sprawled across, like, the top of the stairs as you get to it. Mm-hmm. And... Who's leading the way as you get up and see this thing? I think him intends
2: to lead the way.
0: Make me a reflex save. 25. Uh, okay, you... You hear something just, like, near you for a split second. Kind of like a low growl. And then a hiss. And then you pull your face back. And a fucking cat has launched itself out of the darkness and tried to go for your face and you just about missed it Um, and
2: catches it in his arms
0: no you fucking don't you don't <laughs> want to catch this cat um, rabies it lands on the floor and hisses angrily at you before darting off into the darkness
2: well that was a thing oh, are you alright oh I'm fine do you want
0: to investigate this little corpse of course. Okay. Uh, someone make me a nature check, or no, a medicine check. Okay. Twenty. Fifteen. Thirty. 20.
2: That's a net twenty. That's a thing. Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, and then, deal. You know, I think your stomach sinks as you look down at this corpse because you realize, really horrible, like with a horrifying, ah, uh, the gnawing on this thing's bones, the gnawing on. Avangrad's bones, they gnawing on the fucking bones of the gnome outside. They all look the same. Cat? Cats.
2: Cat. It makes sense.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah, to an extent. Cats don't actively seek to harm people as much as these ones seem to be doing.
2: Like they and, Yeah. Like they're not just eating it,
0: like they It looks like they've been scratching at the bones and stuff, like actively trying to destroy the skeletons. Well cats
1: What's... will eat a person.
0: Yeah, they'll eat a person. But there's like eating a person and then coming back to the remains and being like, fuck this fuck this dumb skeleton. That's
1: fuck this skeleton.
0: They're just using it as a scratch pose, it's fine. Sure, we'll go with that. Uh, you find <laughs> that this uh, skeleton does have like some Thieves tools, some a dagger and a hand-drawn sketch of Midnight Violet. Oh, you're so close, you can taste it.
4: Yum, yum. (sighs) I just want a single sip of it.
3: All this for a flower.
4: All this for a wonderful cup of tea. It'll be so worth it.
2: I'm asking for a raise.
3: Enjoy a glass for me.
2: (laughs) Yes, I will.
0: Um... So you make your way to the top of the stairs, and, uh, you can see that there is a, it's a balcony, um, kind of looking off over, uh, the foyer, I believe.
2: hmm
0: As you're kind of approaching, you see that there are two cats sitting with their heads peeking through the balcony railing, looking down into the foyer. Uh, when mm-hmm. they see you, uh, they immediately, like, dash off as well. Mm-hmm. Um... There's a little uh, hallway up here with some rooms, if you want to check them out.
2: Yeah. Why not?
0: Okay, well, do you want to go to the room at the end of the corridor, the one in the middle, or the one closest to you?
2: Mm, The one closest to us, probably.
0: Okay. Uh, Well, the closed door is decorated with painting stars and flowers. A small plaque on the door reads, Eloise. Hmm. She's the one that got out, isn't she? I um, think? Yeah. I do believe so. Do you guys want to enter into this room, or do you want to look at the other doors? Uh, we could enter. What um, You kind of creak the door open, and uh, the walls of this room are decorated with paintings of prancing ponies and dancing unicorns, alternating in color from pink to purple. Sets of shelves contain various ornate porcelain dolls lined either side of the bed. The room has been kept very tidy, and everything seems to be in its place. The bed is made, it's covered with exquisite linens, and not ruined like most of the other things in this house. A letter bound book titled The Diary of Eloise lies on the pillow. You guys do?
1: I read their diary, obviously. <coughs>
3: I I'm
1: okay Painly's very good at reading
0: other people's diaries Well oh. you approach it lately, Ready to read it And you hear it eh. Mm-hmm. Eh? Eh. Is that a cat? No it's not a cat It's um, a creaking Oh
1: <laughs> I thought it was a cat
4: Someone needs to oil their hinges
2: Hmm
0: Okay, Fennec? Uh Uh-huh? Pretty sure the dolls weren't looking at Pleatly when you, when this started.
3: (laughs) Uh, Fennec does a double take and, uh, like... I think they nudge Pleatly a little bit, like, uh, don't move Mm -hmm. and don't flip out. Of course. There are some dolls staring at you.
0: Completely
1: opens their eyes.
0: <laughs> um, completely, you open your eyes and lining the shelves are these like odd 40 porcelain dolls and they're all, every single one of them is looking at you for touching that diary.
1: Slowly completely puts it back down. Fine then. Keep your secrets.
0: They start to get down slowly but oh, surely. going to be every a reasonable. Ad, I'm going to read it anyways. Every single one Picks of them slowly start shifting and kind of contorting their bodies, clearly void of bone or muscle from the way that they twist unnaturally and start to climb down the floors, all 40 of them towards you. Everyone roll fucking initiative. <laughs> okay.
2: Gray 18, 25.
0: 15. Okay, 15. Well, top of the order is completely, completely. a swarm of porcelain dolls are coming down upon you. What do you do?
1: Jesus I think Christ. what any sane person would do. Um, and that's, you know, bomb the absolute shit out of him.
0: Okay, so you're going to throw a bomb at them? Yeah. Okay, make me an attack roll.
1: That's a 21.
0: A 21 is going to be a hit. Roll damage
1: sick. Um, they threw it a uh, modern alchemical fire. Okay. That's, uh,
0: 11 damage. 11 damage, okay. Well, that's actually a little more than that because, um, you can see completely that, uh, as you attack um, like, because this is a uh, splash damage to a swarm uh, you blow a shit ton of them up immediately. Mm. Um... So, like a a load of the porcelain dolls shatter as this bomb goes off, scattering them to the wind. Um, But more of them are still crawling down the walls directly towards you. You have two actions left, what do you do? How about an acid flask next? Okay, go for it.
1: Okay.
0: Fourteen. Fourteen? That is going to miss, but you can still do splash damage to it. Yes, I'd like to. How much damage is that? Uh, two. Two? Okay, very nice. And uh you have one action left. What do you do?
1: Who's gonna step away from the doll swarm?
0: Yeah, good call. Okay, please leave back deeper into the room. Uh but there's not really me- me- like anywhere you can really go. The doll swarm is like fucking descending upon all of you. Uh, because fair. it's their turn now. And uh they land on top of it, everyone. Oh fun. And uh that is okay. going to be immediately a load of damage. And they're pinching at you. They're, like, pulling at your hair, your nose, your ears. Um, Any, like, protruding body part they are coming for. And, um, all of you need to make me a reflex save. Reflex 28s. Okay. (laughs) Reflex save, not 20. Holy shit. Reflex save was 30. Completely, you are good. This is scary, but not... You're not as worried because on your nap 20 you have successfully just completely dodged them you like scampered on top <laughs> of the bed and like jumped away as they're like pulling at fennec and amendial um, cool. so uh, fennec and amendial you two are going to uh, take on your well amendial you'll take half damage and fennec you'll also take half damage so okay. you're both going to take half 2d6 okay that's going to be 3 damage sick um, but on top of that, it looks like they're climbing for something, but you don't know what. They're very obviously climbing up your bodies, but you don't know what they're reaching for. But they are going up towards the face. Amandiel, it's your turn. That was the end of their turn. What do you do?
2: Um, well, um, I want to leave the swarm of Yeah, you can just dolls. run. You can just run and then I, I leave, I move, like, 30 feet away, Raleigh. hmm And, um, uh, then he's just going to pull, he's just going to pull out his, um, bow. Mm-hmm. Because I, I don't have any area spells. That's fair. And then he's just gonna try and catch a few dolls with a, with his, uh is with, with, with an arrow.
0: Okay. Well, roll a hit. 20. 20 uh, is going to be a hit. How much damage is that? Uh, it's 16 damage. Okay. They'll take a little less than that because mm-hmm. uh, you are shooting through them. Um, yeah. But uh, you can see you smash good few of them. Like, they're mostly gone at this point. Uh, yeah. But the ones that are left are crawling all over Fennec. And they're going directly towards... Uh, Fennec's face now, and Fennec, you hear them s- kind of speaking in unison now, and you realize what they're going for. Uh-huh. Teet, teeth, 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 Oh, what the Teet. fuck? You can feel as they're clawing and pulling at you. They're trying to pull your mouth open so they can rip your teeth from your mouth. Uh-uh.
3: Uh-uh. uh, 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 uh. No, 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 no.
0: Fading Fox, it's your turn. Oh, God. Uh... You've had porcelain dolls, and they always freak you out, and you can tell you know this style. That's real hair. They have real hair. Woo, it's one of those. It's one of those, and it's f- it's freaking you to
3: shit out. Okay, okay. Um, I'm not sure if we have our weapons out. Did
0: we have our weapons out? You did not have your weapons out. Quick draw. <laughs> Good call! <laughs> Quick draw. Um, They're twin short swords and holy fuck. <laughs> okay, make an attack. <laughs> There's not many left, but they are all exclusively crawling up you right now. Yup, they're going for it. They're they're fucking going for it. Short sword, (laughs) 21. Okay, 21's going to be a hit. 10, okay, minus 5. Yeah, they're not looking good. There's like, you like slash a couple of them at once, kind of scraping them off, but now there's like two or three just like crawling up your neck and like prying at your jaw. Uh, No, no, no. (laughs) Second attack, 18. That is just a hit. How much damage is that? Five damage. That doesn't do anything to that. Are you fucking serious? You Like, you kind of, like, just flail, and it would be a normal hit, but there's not enough of them around to actually hit any of them. Um, so they're still clawing up clawing up your face, and you hear louder now, t Okay, um... You have one action left. What do you do? Uh... Um... I mean... Can I just like shake him off me? Can I just like? You can try if you'd like to make me uh, an athletics roll to just get off. Athletics <laughs> roll. Jesus Christ! That's a ten. Yeah, they are—they are clinging to you. They have their fingers dug into your cheeks now. Get off of me! <laughs> really, it's your turn. There's not many left, but they are all over Spenek.
4: Oh no! Teeth! <laughs> Teeth! <laughs>
0: Really probably could. It's better than a game. They're That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um. How about a lesser acid blast? Okay. Sure. Toss it.
1: Twenty nine.
0: That's gonna be a fucking crit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. So immediately, completely, you toss it at Sarah, um, and it explodes, and it just fucking dissolves these things. Um, and I think on the crit, you just tried so expertly that Sarah is not going to be caught in the main damage. You're just going to take one splash damage, Sarah. Or Fennec, my oh. mistake. Okay. And with that, they just drop to the floor like dead bugs on their backs, staring up blankly at the ceiling. And you have successfully survived a porcelain doll swarm.
2: Is everyone swarm. okay? Does anybody need healing?
0: My
3: ah.
2: teeth fine, Fennec.
0: They're
3: fine. They didn't get anywhere with that. God, gross.
2: <laughs> that is pretty gross. They, Why did your
3: they teeth? want teeth. Yeah, they wanted my teeth.
2: <laughs> mm. Uh, let's read the diary now. Maybe that's maybe there's a reason in there. Oh yes, perhaps this
1: hot gossip. <sighs> uh, opens the diary.
0: Okay. Well, Pleetly, uh, are you going to read it out? Sure. Okay, uh, I'm going to send it.
4: I keep hearing the whispering. The name Mr. Tip-Tap. It rides on the breeze and fills my ears so softly. Hello, Mr. Tip-Tap, how are you today? Today he talked to me, this Mr. Tip-Tap. He talked so much about the kitties, my dollies, Herbert, Mommy, and Daddy. It was nice to have someone to talk to. Herbert, I don't know what he's doing there all day. I think I heard him speaking in that house last night. Herbert's birthday was yesterday, and he only came out here for a little while. Just long enough for presents and cake. He's been acting odd. I wonder if it has anything to do with the basement. I went down there today. No one ever does. It's gross, it's wet, and smelly. Spiderwebs everywhere. Even the kiddies don't go down there. I found something. A hole in the south wall, the a hidden room with a pedestal. Then, I got cold and scared, so I came back upstairs. We spoke again today. Mr. Tip-Tap said that he will come and see me soon. Exciting! I asked Mummy and Daddy about Herbert. Why he spent so much time in his room and never let anyone in. They just said that he is a growing boy and that that's what growing boys do. Mr. Tip-Tap, he tells me he will be here tomorrow and that we will have a celebration. I told my parents, but they just looked at me and said, Oh, honey, I doubt that we will have any visitors tomorrow. He's downstairs right now. I'm going down to see him now. Oh, I'm so scared. Mr. Tip-Tap isn't nice at all. Herbert stands by his side all the time, and he does whatever Mr. Tip-Tap tells him to do. He's very bossy, grouchy, and mean. I hope he's gone tomorrow. He told me to go to my room like I had been bad or something everything is so wrong daddy daddy had to I knew he had to Herbert is dead Herbert they carried him under the stairwell and down to the basement mr. tip-tap is gone I don't know where he went I heard daddy talking or singing to him before he and mommy but he and mommy put Herbert in a basement mommy and daddy are so sad they aren't acting like themselves daddy especially He became very mean and hateful. He just sits in his den all day. He even started sleeping in there. Mummy is dead now? I don't know how, but she just is. Daddy just left her in their bed. I still hear him whispering to me. All of the cooks and staff, we had to lock them in the kitchen. They've been changed into awful creatures. It's just me and Daddy. I'm scared. When Daddy hugs me, it feels hollow. I can hear them moving around the kitchen. I heard terrible noises in the den today. I just barely opened the door and peeked in. Books were lying everywhere. And all of the paintings on the wall had been cut. All except for his favorite. True love. I just ran, ran to my room. Daddy's banging on my door.
2: Well, that's weird. Do you think that Mr. Tip-Tap is some sort of demon-monster thing like that? He's certainly no good. Absolutely not. From everything that I've pieced together, something wormed its way into their family and destroyed it from the inside out. That's what I'm understanding.
4: Hmm. Yes. Perhaps we should go find Herbert's
2: room. That seems to be our next move. Maybe that will lead us to
4: Mr. Tip-Tap.
2: Oh god, we're gonna have to fight Mr. (laughs) Tip-Tap. Yes. Uh,
0: It did mention that they took him under the stairs. That's the one thing that you've got. Under the stairs. Do you want to go look for her patrindo? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's not super difficult to find it. Uh, because I, when you leave this bedroom, you see that there's another bedroom like next to it. And using some genius mm. thinking. Mm. Some flawless deduction. You see uh, <laughs> that a sign made from scrap a piece of wood and scribbled with it, yellow paint hangs on the door it reads Herbert's room keep out Herbert's room
4: Will? completely opens the door
0: the room is very untidy the bed is unmade and in the middle of a uh, feather mattress you see a large cooled brown stain <laughs> several strange symbols are etched into the walls and drawn on the floor Candles of all sorts st- sit on the desk, shelves, and even on the floor. Several piles of dried and withered plants lay on the desk. A cracked mirror with the name mister Tip Tap is written on it uh written on it in a brown substance lies on the floor.
1: I go ahead and say that's blood.
2: Why can't we do normal things? What about fighting like a bear?
4: Oh, I'd love to get rough and tough with a bear. (laughs) Do you look around? Looks like we have to get rough and tough with Mr. Tip-Taps instead.
0: Joy.
4: Uh, Yeah, Yeah,
1: we do look around.
0: Yeah, um, I think with a brief look around, you find a used magic scroll. A scroll of? Would you like to make a religion check? Oh boy,
2: my specialty.
0: Yeah, 16. Nope, you recognize that pretty well. It's not hard to... Uh, that's a summoning route, uh, scroll. Did
4: Herbert oh. summon
0: something?
4: Mr. Tip-taps is summoned!
0: Specifically, summon fiend.
2: Oh, great. Fun! Ugh. Well?
0: Robert called something not of this world into this house well,
2: why would he do that maybe he was lonely I'm imagining that Herbert was a child sounds but. like it what?
4: I'm uh, perhaps we have some more looking to do under the stairs
2: probably
0: You're, apparently Ish. there's a whole thing with the kitchen uh the, the yeah. cooking staff got locked in and something bad happened to them
1: <laughs> they got turned into beasts and shall we yeah
0: okay uh well where are you headed
1: because
0: um... there's a room between these two it looks like maybe a bathroom
1: You mm-hmm. could peek in there like in a like very quickly <laughs> yeah
0: uh mm-hmm. bathrooms in a horror setting. <laughs> Yeah, fuck it, right? <laughs> uh, you- As you, like- As you open the door A fucking cap bolts out again What is it with the cats here? Kitties uh, The fixtures and everything In the bathroom are high quality The only thing oh. about the room Is the cracked mirror That has Mr. Tip-Tap Scribbled across it In You can tell Blood
2: Do fiends enjoy Having Silly little names?
0: Hmm uh, actually Do you want to make me A religion check? <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, I really do. Not me
0: rolling a 15. No, you know that they do. They actually Why? really. They love giving themselves really, like, juvenile names because they want to lure children into thinking that they can be friends.
2: deal's eye twitches and he's like, I'm gonna kill the fuck out of this demon. You know
3: what? That makes sense. <laughs> you know what? That makes a lot of sense.
2: I really hate when people and things take advantage of children Get his ass I am going to kill this thing
0: Uh, now what? Uh, there is one thing actually that you uh, have noticed uh, here Tucked in the corner of, uh, near the stairs There is a little elevator An elevator? Yeah, like an old, old style one like with, Like a pulley and stuff Mm. Mm. Oh, I, for some reason I was imagining an escalator. No, 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 no. Um, like, it, it's hidden behind an old door and you didn't necessarily notice it the first time, but it is there. Hmm. If you'd like to. to... Where does this go? Lo- this looks like the kind that would be for used for servants. To get to the back end of the house.
1: Hmm, Like a
4: little dolly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, perhaps we should go in. I'd love to see where it leads us. Shall we? Yes, Plutely's
1: already on it. Oh boy.
0: Okay, you open the door. Um, roll initiative.
1: Of course. 15.
0: 26. So, top of the order is going to be Fennec. Fennec, something is immediately, like the moment you open the doors to the uh, elevator, um, something is lurching out towards uh, Plutely. Okay. Like, it's a flash. What do you do? Twin Fame. Okay,
3: make it. Go for it. 19. Okay, that's a hit. Uh, it's uh, 8 damage.
0: Mm-hmm. Plus and this attack? is a sneak attack because you went before him? That's yep. 16, okay. 16,
3: and with twin mm-hmm. feints, um, the target is automatically flat-footed against the second attack. Apply your multi uh, multiple attack penalty to the
0: strikes normally. Okay, well, go for a second one. 19. Okay, plus how much damage? 11. Plus another 7 sneak attack damage, because uh, he is food Right, 18 then. <laughs> okay, Fennec, immediately, as this thing lurches out, you, like, sk- kind of, like, jump, and immediately slash twice, and this thing falls to the floor. And it... You see a ghoul lying in a pile uh, by completely feet. Oh. And it's dead. Oh my god. Ooh. Okay. Holy shit, how are you doing? <laughs>
3: I think uh, Fennec, like, puts one of their short swords away and just grasps at their chest, like, FUCK!
4: Are you okay? <laughs> uh,
3: this fucking thing just snuck up on me.
1: Oh my.
3: <sighs> so there are ghouls now. There are ghouls now.
1: I suppose there are.
2: Is everyone okay? Mm-hmm. Other than freaked out a bit? Fine. Do you need to take a second? Give me one
3: second as they like get there, as they like recover their breath.
2: All right. I packed food, and he pulls out
0: sandwiches that
2: I think that he would
0: have. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You you all have a few sandwiches and catch your breath. Um.
2: What do we want to do? Go down there, or? Sure.
3: Yeah, might as well. If you
2: want to do a different... Sure thing.
3: Listen, we have to do it anyway. I'm just... You can't make me excited about it.
2: (laughs) Don't worry, I'm also not excited about it.
1: I'm Um, a little excited.
2: Completely. You are always excited about something.
4: I love living.
2: I'm... For someone who loves living, you are way too ready to get yourself killed.
3: I was ready for a new adventure Adventure doesn't always mean that you can
0: Okay
4: Yes but I get to start a new slate
0: Uh, I guess Do you guys make your way Down the elevator? Yeah Evangel you take the crank Twist and twist And twist and this thing is making a lot of noise How long was that ghoul in this elevator you wonder? Twist, twist, mm-hmm. twist. Is that what happened to the uh the cooking staff? Mm-hmm. Twist, twist, twist. Mm-hmm. They got locked in here by the family. Mm-hmm. What happened? Mm-hmm. Dunk. The elevator is at the bottom floor now. And you kind of pull the doors open and you see, off oh, some fucking bitch, it's the kitchen. <laughs> Ah, oh, God. <laughs> it's empty. What do you do?
2: I think Emendiel... I think Emin, Uh Once the, like, elevator's stopped and, like, safe, um, he steps off and looks around.
0: It looks like this place has been trashed. Almost like something's been living here for many, many years. Trapped. Unable to leave.
2: There's probably something down here, but it is better that you handle it than leave it. I think.
0: I think it's at that exact moment I need you to roll initiative again. Oh, no. come on! <laughs> oh, is,
2: is, is it okay if Emon had Uh, had a hand on... Oh, for sure. I think it makes sense that
0: you would after that fucking encounter. Uh, Because stuff is like jumping out. Like, when you say we have to be careful, immediately stuff is jumping out of the darkness to, like, Mm -hmm. scream at you. And you can see tree ghouls, again, jumping for your trodes, howling in hunger. They are so hungry. And your flesh will feed them. Everyone, initiative. Mm -hmm. Let's go! 23. 29. Okay. Uh, and Amandiel? Um, I rolled a 21. Okay. Well, top of the order is gonna be, uh, Fading Fox. Fennec? Oh god! Uh, uh the waitstaff of this, uh, mansion is lunging out at you all, hissing and snarling. What do you do? Uh, let me check real fast. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, we're going to go for another Twin faint. Okay, go for it. 25. Uh, 25? Yeah, okay, that's going to be a nice, nice hit. Uh, that's how much damage? Uh, that is 9 damage.
3: And... Okay. He's fucked loaded against your next attack. That is true. I'm also going to use Overextending faint. Okay. Um, On a successful feint, you can use the following success and crit success effects um, instead of any other effects of a feint. So instead of being flat-footed, the target takes a minus-two circumstance penalty to its next attack roll against you before the end of its turn.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, So do you want to make me a deception check to do that? Yep. 19. Okay, yeah, I think that does it. Um, You kind of, like, jump back and forth as you're attacking it, uh, uh, Fennec, and the ghoul is kind of caught off guard. I'm not sure which way to lunge. Um, you have one attack left. What do you do?
3: Uh, they're going to go for
0: another another attack. Okay, go for it. Never mind, they don't. That's a 10. <laughs> That's not a crit fail, though, so you're good. Okay, I can live with that. Pleatly uh, does it neatly. Oh, God. Oh, God.
1: Uh,
0: mm. Two of them are near each other. They are. You could probably hit them with a splash. Yeah. One is rushing up from the south, the other is, like, jumping over, like, the, uh, oven. What do you do?
1: Mm-hmm. I'll take my last, uh, moderate alchemical
0: fire. Okay, go for it.
1: 17.
0: That'll hit them both. Uh, how much damage is that? Actually,
1: that's 15 fire damage. Holy
0: shit, well, the one that Sarah just stabbed is fucking incinerated, and the other one looks <laughs> terrible. Uh, Dude. you have two actions up. What do you do?
1: Um, please, I'm gonna do some, quick like, alchemy.
0: Okay, cool. Uh,
1: and... <laughs>
0: Well, what kind of bomb would you like to make me or quick help me?
1: I'm deciding.
0: Uh, lesser bottled lightning. Okay, cool, go for it. 28. 28 is gonna be a crit. Holy shit! Completely, you fucking. T- <laughs> yeah, the other one's destroyed instantly. <laughs> okay. Thank god. Uh, meaning there's only one left, uh, to the north of Amendiel. Amendiel, uh, there is a ghoul that is crawling, like, on the walls and hissing at you as it is jumping for you. What do you do?
2: Um, how far
0: away am I from it? Uh, you're, like, ten feet away from it. It is coming directly towards you.
2: Um, then I think that he's going
0: to jump back. Okay. Like, twenty feet. Okay, you, uh, Mm -hmm. make your way to the uh, back of the room, kind of, like, sidling up between, um, like, a, uh, cabinet or two, and you, I assume, aim your arrow?
2: Yes. I'm going... To, I don't know. true strike is only one.
0: it's only one action, action that's right
2: uh, then I'm gonna cast true strike mm-hmm. and then I'm going to shoot okay go for it 29
0: yeah 29 is gonna be a crit. so how much damage is that? uh well it was three by itself so it's six okay uh, plus another 2d8 uh, damage because this is deadly d8 12 12 dam- 12 more damage. Okay, wow! Holy shit! Um, oh my god! One shot—you fucking blasted things through its head. Uh, a holy arrow explodes from your bow uh, and seeps its way directly through this thing's forehead, and just like that, the ghouls are down before they even get a chance to scratch you. Once again, it's quiet. Great, cool. Thankfully, ghouls aren't like crazy strong.
2: Everyone
4: okay? I'm quite peachy. <sighs> yeah. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine.
0: What now? There's a door leaving here. Leads outside. Open the door? Okay. It leads out to a um open air courtyard. Ooh. Do you wanna go any check? Any
1: familiar looking flowers?
0: Uh well, the ground here is riddled with tiny and uh tiny paw prints. A circular pedestal fountain feeds a small decorative fish pond. As you view the pond, you see that it no longer holds any fish. Find bits of uh, you find bits of fish <laughs> lying near the pond, dried like jerky by the sun of the open air courtyard. Further into the courtyard, the ferns, bushes, and trees that would once have been pruned are now overgrown. Looks like it'll be difficult to move through that area. Deeper into the overgrowth and peeking out from the treetops, a glass roof reflects the dying sunlight. A greenhouse? place famously known for keeping flowers.
1: Ah. It gravitates towards it.
0: Well, to get through that, you'll need to go through the um, overgrown part.
1: That'll probably be easy, right?
0: Yeah, probably.
1: Yeah. Probably.
0: You want to go check it out?
4: Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, you make your way. Uh, so as you guys approach the overgrowth, you hear a slight rustling in the bushes. Does anyone want to go check it out? Yeah. What
4: could that possibly be? I don't
0: know. Okay, is it you that's checking it out completely? Yeah,
1: probably.
0: You make your way towards it and you look in and then... <coughs> make me a reflex save! Ah! 24. Yeah, you barely dodge it as a fucking cat launches itself out at you. And it kind of meows and hisses angrily. It doesn't run away.
4: Ooh, kitty, no.
0: Then you hear another meow.
2: Oh, about the cats.
0: And you hear more meowing and mewling and hissing. And they get louder and louder. And suddenly that overgrowth is illuminated by 25 pairs of cats' eyes all looking up at you expectantly. Mm. What do you guys do? Because they're just looking up at you for a moment. Oh... <laughs> is that what you do?
2: Yeah. Roll initiative. So, Emin is so caught off guard that he's just like, uh, maybe they'll be friends with me.
0: They start. Day starts, like, pouncing towards you. All of you. Roll initiative. 23. <laughs> 20.
2: 16.
0: Um. Okay. Um. So uh we're gonna start. Uh gonna be a 23 or 20 Okay, so top of the order is you, okay. Um The greenhouse is about 80 feet away through the overgrowth. Uh it looks like it's gonna be difficult to raid. On the other hand, uh the house is about at this point 120 feet away from you. Um and there's a lot of cats. Like, there is a lot of them, and they're all running up to you, um, hissing, and snarling, and, my god, they're- you realize they're hunting you. Okay... Uh... You have three actions, what do you do? I scare them off. (laughs) Uh, you can try, but you don't know if that'll necessarily work. There's only one way to find out. I do have a demon mask.
3: Sure, you can try. Their mask. Uh, okay. I'm oh, my real dice this time. I'm not rolling 20.
0: <laughs> that is a 24. Okay. Fennec, you activate your mask and it flashes brightly, and for a second, you take the countenance of a monstrous fox to them. And they are still approaching you. And you know that cats are not that hard to scare. You don't understand why they're still coming. They shouldn't be frightened. They're not intelligent animals. Uh, Make a break to uh,
3: to the greenhouse or are we gonna kill some cats? Let's run. All right, uh, they're going to spend their next act- next two actions to
0: uh, run the fuck away. <laughs> okay. Uh, you, uh, what is your move speed? 25. Okay. Uh, well, you can only move half speed through this overgrowth. It is very tick. Um, so with two actions uh, at half speed, that would be 25 feet towards the stake. So you're 25 feet out of 60, like, towards it. Okay. Uh, the cats are descending upon you. Amendiel, it is your turn. What do you do?
2: Um... We're just trying to run, mm-hmm. right? They're behind us, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, can I cast... Wall of Thorns? You sure could! So, you can try it! Make a wall... Between. Okay, I will do that then. Okay. So I, have, I don't...
0: Uh, Amendiel, you kind of raise a hand, and uh, instead of run, you spend... Uh, is it tree actions?
2: It's three actions.
0: You spend three actions raising up this wall of torns before you trying to halt their progress. Um, and really this should do it. Which it doesn't. Emangil, you watch in horror as you see these things crawl through the torns. Their bodies kinda like, like puncturing true gaps in the thorns and i think that's when you see it these cats died a long time ago
2: oh uh, oh wait they're not they're not they're ghosts then?
0: and i think you realize this is a haunt
2: oh so they're not taking the damage yep they just float
0: right through it and they're coming directly towards you um, Pleatly and Emendial, you both need to make me will saves.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh! Okay, that's a fail for Emendial and a crit fail for Pleatly. And everyone is going to take Treaty 6 psychic damage. That's going to be 8, and that's 16 to you, Pleatly. As they just kind of, like, jump at you and start, like, biting and eating you? You think they're eating you. You see them peel chunks of flesh from you. But it's not actually coming off. This is very distressing. What do you do? It's your turn now. You want to run?
4: Yeah,
1: actually.
0: Okay. You want to spend ultra actions?
1: <laughs> <laughs> just getting away from them, yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. I think that gets you about 40 feet away from them, and you are just charging the fuck away from them.
1: Screaming the whole time.
0: Yep. Uh, Fennec, it is your turn. Uh, you completely just ran past you screaming um, <laughs> Emendiel is still there with the cats he tried to slow them down only to discover that there's something worse than what you imagined going to run then yeah do you wanna just fucking leg it yup okay uh, with that that's another 40 feet yeah okay Thank uh, you push through the undergrowth like torns pulling at your uh, like ankles as you run and this all-consuming meowling is coming from behind you and you just like Push past it, kick the door in, and you hold it open, waiting for Amendil and Pleetly. Holy shit. Holy shit. <sighs> Amendil, it is your turn. Shit, 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 shit.
2: Uh, yeah, I think he's just gonna rush.
0: Yeah. Um, do you want him to use all three of your actions? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, you're an elf, uh, so you're very fast. So you, I think, in that time, get right up to Pleetly. Just like that, these cats are on you boat as well. Um, of you need God. to make more will saves.
1: 21. You're good. 32. Crit success. Okay. 20. Holy
0: shit! Yeah, Amendil, you were like, okay, it's just a ghost. They can't hurt me. You're just, just a ghost. They can't hurt me. Just a ghost. They can't hurt me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, Pleatly's like, oh dear! Um, Pletely, you're <laughs> gonna take six damage. Um, but Amendil, you get the fuck out of there.
1: Completely, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: it's your turn. You're almost there. Just keep running. Just keep running. Yeah,
1: he's
2: going to keep running.
0: Okay, you sprint past Fennec into the greenhouse. And, Amendiel, it is your turn one more time. Oh, God.
2: Okay, if I will run one more time. I'll do that.
0: Okay, and just like that, Amendil, you crash into the greenhouse. Fennec, you slam it close behind him. And you look outside, and there's not a single cat inside. <laughs> Goddamn.
4: I, uh, I
3: hate this place. I hate this place. I really, I really hate this place.
4: not <laughs> fun is it? I am not having a good
1: time.
0: Well, actually, once you've entered yeah. the greenhouse, you immediately notice it is filled with flowers and plants and referencing the drawing given to you by Xavier? You quickly identify <laughs> the majority of these as midnight violets.
4: Tea time! Oh.
3: We can take a bunch of these and then bring them back so he has a good inventory.
0: Yeah, it looks like there's, we like, a good, see. about a couple of hundred plants.
2: hmm Uh, I think a man deal, I think it makes sense, you know, how to do Oh, yeah, for sure. I think he's gonna try and, like, harvest them safely. And also so that he could,
0: uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. No, I think you basically, like, there are no pots, so you just take the pots.
2: Oh, okay. So the whole plant. Mm-hmm.
0: Sick. Now, what? You could leave. It could be over.
4: It could be over. Well, we've got the flower. Let's go. No. Let's go.
3: As much as I am loath to admit. If we don't stop whatever the hell is going on here, this man is going to run out of inventory again. And. Then another group of poor unfortunate souls will have to come back here and deal with all of this again.
2: Also... Fine. The thing is, is that um... I mean, these people the fiend is still here and even if they never had to come back here I'm gonna kill this thing. (laughs) He looks really serious about that. He's like, I really don't like that it took advantage of a child.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
4: We can kill him, I guess.
2: I thought you liked killing.
4: I do. It's my favorite pastime. I just want tea more than I want to murder.
2: The murder is prefacing the tea. It's like uh You got me
4: there, I'm sold. Let's go.
3: Uh app. Appet- okay. Completely has this. You can have you can have my cup.
4: Oh, so kind. Let's go.
0: You guys wanna head back inside?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. In you go. Into the mansion. Up the elevator, down the stairs. And there's that stairway and there's a door under the stairs which you now know you weren't aware of it before but once it was pointed out to you in that diary you know it leads to the basement mm-hmm. you wanna go check it out yeah.
2: yeah
0: as you descend you kind of push the door open and it leads down into pitch darkness As you descend the stairs, you notice that the air is damp and musty. Stepping off to the floor, you can tell that this area was never meant for common use. The floor here is dirt and gravel. As you look around the area, you notice that it seems to be larger than the above foyer. Several stone columns have been erected to support the entrance. Even though the floor is natural earth, walls have been built along the edges. Off to the right, you can make out a rectangular box resting on two piles of stone. And directly ahead of you, there's a hole in the wall.
1: Hmm. Peek through the hole.
0: The hole's about four feet tall, three feet wide, and as you look in you see a black stone. black stone pedestal that has been engraved with menacing faces of horned creatures. And there's nothing on the pedestal. Hmm. It looks like this thing was buried here and it was dug out. Odd. And you seem to Fair. recall a diary entry saying that Herbert had been spending a lot of time in the basement.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Is this what he dug out? Is this where he found a scroll? Like I said, there's two boxes off to the side. One big, one small.
4: I think we found our inciting incident.
1: Uh Lee walks over to the big box.
0: It's a coffin. Oh Do you wanna open it? Is it
1: <laughs> Yeah, is it is it?
0: Yeah, you find Is it occupied? Yeah it is. The box holds the semi <laughs> preserved body of a half elf teenage boy. Oh
2: god.
0: A large badge of blood covers his shirt. His hands oh, lay no. along his sides, and even though he is dead, you do not feel he's at peace. <sighs> Oof. Wait, <Clearly laughs> closes it back up. Oh wait, one last thing. There is... Yeah, no, never mind. Go on. You close it back up? Yeah. Do you look at the other box? Probably, yeah. It's a chest! Doesn't have an ordinary lock, it seems to have several rows of wooden letters along the top of the chest that may activate a locking mechanism.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It looks like there's a code word in it, and the code word seems to be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven letters long.
1: Uh,
4: can't be too bad. Herbert? Do you want to try it? Yeah, try
0: Herbert. Okay, completely new. You- And just like that, it pops open.
4: Ooh, how smart am I? Oh, you're so
2: smart.
0: And inside is another box. (gasps) Okay. A box! This chest is smaller and covered in elvish glyphs. Without even trying, you sense that it has magical properties.
1: Mm.
0: It's not very big. Pick it up. You pick it up and immediately completely, as you do you hear a whispering voice kind of like echo through your uh, through, uh, cavern and it says mm. The loveliest of views."
4: Oh, I didn't like that.
0: Mm. Oh jeez. Um, do any of you want to make a religion check?
2: Yeah. Okay. Nineteen.
0: Fifteen. Nine. Sarah does box freaky. Okay. Um, however, I think completely you know that this is probably some kind of magic uh, lock. It needs a code word spoken back to it.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: That next be being... Oh Hmm. One say to that.
2: Hmm Is that Mr. Tippy Tap, maybe? Perhaps.
4: Mm. Either of you have any idea what we might say.
0: You could probably make me a religion check again to see if you can think of anything that might make sense here. Mm-hmm. Twenty eight. Oh, okay, no, immediately, crit success. Amendel, you remember you've heard the term you've heard the term loveliest of use today.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It was in reference to that painting. What was it called? True love. Emilio puts a
2: hand on his belt, <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes <laughs> and he pulls it off, and he goes, "True love." Click. Ooh.
0: The box gets very heavy, completely, and it's it falls to the floor, and mist starts to spew out and the mist kind of gathers and takes a shape. A shape that is still misty. It's somewhere between corporeal and not. And it Mm. takes on the form of a creature. From the legs down, it just turns into a trail coming from the box. But from the chest up, it turns into a gray, wispy humanoid. It's got two massive bat wings sprouting from its back and its head. There are no ears, no eyebrows, no nose, but has long, sharp fangs like that of a dog and, like, sunken in golden eyes and twisting ram's horns. It's a demon. And it kind of, like, looks down at you all and, uh gasps out a little bit and you hear kind of in the back of your head
2: <laughs>
0: I want all of you to make me a religion check
2: okay, okay.
1: not one
0: <laughs> <laughs> 20... uh, Fennec you don't know what this thing is you just know it's bad news Emendio, you know what this thing is, and it, your stomach sinks.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: This is an Nvidiac, a Shadow Demon.
2: Okay. Uh. For most,
0: possessing a creature requires a ritual, a magic item, or a condition. But Nvidiacs don't have bodies. Possession is just like putting on a suit of clothes. Oof. And I think the timeline kind of clicks together here for you uh, as you stare at it. Um, It influenced Herbert into summoning him. It possessed Herbert and had him. He had had him do horrible things to the uh, house. He killed his own mother, probably. And then when Herbert was killed it moved on to affecting the dad looks like the little girl Uh. was able to get away but the dad probably committed suicide to escape it Jeez! and this thing that ripped apart the Avangrad family stares down at you and smiles and it's like looking at a it's like looking at a wolf smile and he looks down at you and says, <laughs> "You dare to free me? Would containing me not have done you better? Oh my, the wreckage I will bring to this world now! Do you have any idea what you have done?"
2: Yeah. I've given myself a chance to beat your
0: ass. (laughs) Not if I wear you like a nice cloak first. And Mr. Tip-Tap spews down towards you all. Everyone roll initiative one last time. Okay.
2: 24. 17.
0: 23. 23, is that what you got? A 17 for Uh, Mendial, and a 24 24. for Bleakley. Bleatly, oh god goodness oh gracious
1: god. Ooh. I'm all out of bombs set a gun
0: completely <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. staring up at this thing realizing you are out of bombs you know it's time you unveil it something passed down from you from Fleetleys of the past an import from distant Arcadia a ritualistic weapon known only as a beast gun they call it they call it the drake rifle made from (laughs) the saliva glands of a drake it spits up uh, the same elemental fury that any (laughs) that any uh, uh, dragon would and now you've got it in your hands. Locked and loaded, baby. How <laughs> <laughs> the uh, fuck
1: shoot you it. get your hands on this? Okay. A 17.
0: A 17, you say? Uh, yes. Yeah. That is going to be a miss. Unless uh, that's using Okay, fair enough.
1: Slightly better, than 19.
0: Uh, a 19? Yeah, that is actually going to be just a hit. Hot. All right.
1: That'll be... 12 damage.
0: 12 damage. Very good. Okay. Uh, completely a, uh... What, what kind of, uh, element is it?
1: I think it's a poison one. A poison drake.
0: A poison? Okay, cool. Uh, purple acid spews out of your weapon into this ting uh, with an almighty catcher. Um, and, uh, it rears back because I don't think I was expecting that. Um, how much damage is it? 12? Yes. Very nice. Okay. Um, you see it takes a little less of that because, um, it is barely corporeal. But yeah, Mm -hmm. holy shit. Do you want to reload? Yeah, reload. Okay, completely. You start, uh, kind of, like, um, squishing it and charging up more, uh, poison for your next shot. And Fennec, it is your turn. Um, this horrifying demon is before you, uh, threatening to quote, wear you like a suit. What do you do? Slash him to pieces? (laughs) Okay, go for it. Alright, um, they are going to step up and twin faints. Okay, go for it. 26. 26 is gonna be a hit. Very nice. Uh, that is gonna be 15 damage because it's a sneak attack because he's uh, you didn't- you went before him. Yep, and uh, 31 that's a crit okay well then um that's 20 damage plus an additional 9 sneak attack damage uh-huh that's 29 damage holy shit all right and i need a will save okay uh okay that's a uh 24
3: 24 okay and this is going to be against my yeah oh that will DC, right uh yes okay it succeeds <laughs> actually one shy of a like, success. So okay. just, he just, he's not super
0: Okay. Good for him. That's very good for him because he is he is taken aback by how powerful your attacks were off the bat and he kind of flinches back and says no need. You've come right towards me. And Fennec he he absorbs you. I need you to make me a will safe.
3: Rolling with my real dice
0: <laughs> okay 29 29 yeah What's is dc i'm very sorry but he vanishes and fennec you go kind of limp and then kind of rigid and you look at the others and you are being possessed oh, okay <laughs> it's weird it's like you're asleep, but your body is still moving.
2: Okay.
0: And you hear this voice in your head as it reads through your every secret. And it just cackles because, oh, oh, this is juicy. Oh, this is so, so juicy. Fennec, does Seraphim have any siblings? They are an only child. Any cousins? yes how young are they do they love you
3: yup they have
0: four cousins <laughs> three of them older one of them younger <laughs> in your head you hear Mr. Tip Top say I look forward to meeting these little darlings they can't say anything
3: can they you can scream back in your head, but not out loud. Oh, well, then they scream back. They are fucking pissed. They go <laughs> not on your life.
0: Well, uh, on your next... Uh, I need you uh, to roll me an attack roll against Amandiel. Because you are immediately twisting to attack him. 31. <laughs> of 31. course, now I roll well. <laughs> Does a 21 hit you, uh, Amandiel?
2: Yeah, that is... Uh hit that's a hit
0: okay that's gonna be uh ten ten damage immediately as uh fading fox uh twists their uh, short sword and slashes into you uh and they kinda like look at you grinning and for a second you see what every noble who's ever wronged the fading fox sees a fucking terrifying combatant silhouetted except for this white mask as they say what's wrong amendio we won didn't we and then deal, it's your turn. Holy shit, holy shit, holy shit.
2: Um...
0: Um... Would the spell
2: magical? Uh,
0: you can certainly try it. This is, like, a possession spell. Um... Which is, by the way, a massively powerful spell. Like, that's level seven. You guys are nowhere near that level. Um... You can try. It might not immediately work, but if you have multiple spell slots dedicated to it, which I believe you do just to be safe... Um... Mm -hmm. you should be able to do it. Then yeah. Okay. Um, So you are going to need to make me a religion check. This is going to be a high DC, so it might not work immediately. 26. Okay. Uh, I think the way that it works is uh, that doesn't immediately do it, but it is like weakening its grip on, uh, on Fennec. So you kind of, like, raise your hands and uh, start, like, trying to exercise uh, s- uh, Fennec, who, oh, shit, that's horrible. Because you see Fennec kind of stumble back as you do and grit their teeth and says, stop it! Blah! And then Fennec's head spins 360 degrees. Oh, God. Ow. <laughs> yeah, it does hurt a little bit, I'll be honest. Um, and it turns back to you and it's... Fennec's eyes are, like, golden right now. And they say, Emendiel, you're hurting me. Come on. It's me, your friend. I don't know who in the fuck you're trying to fool right now. Yeah, they're saying this with, like, blades drawn. Okay, is that your turn? Mm Mm-hmm. You have one action left if you want to try anything.
2: Um, I think he's...
0: You can make a religion check if you'd like to learn more about the NVIDIA. Yeah. 19. Okay, no, I think you know some stuff about it. Um, you know that if this works, the. Uh, NVIDIAX hate being exercised. So if this works, if the possession is ended prematurely, uh, the Nvidiak will take a lot of damage. Mm hmm, mm-hmm. Which might be enough to kill it outright.
2: That would be. So you know that preferable. much. Uh
0: huh. Uh. That is your turn, right? Yeah. Completely. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit. Not Fennec!
1: Fennec! This is the worst day ever. After their last worst day. the last... Yeah?
0: Day.
1: Yeah. Um... Oh man. Uh... <laughs> I have an idea, but I don't know if it'll work. Or if you'll let me do it. If
0: it... Okay, tell me what it is.
1: <laughs> I want Pleately to take uh Plenty's rope of climbing and just wrap it around Fennec as fast as they possibly can.
0: No, for sure, yeah, absolutely. Not even a, like yeah, no, you can do that. It would take you all your turn, and you would need to make me an athlet a tevery check, maybe? What would you what would you do this as?
1: Um a fevery because I it's a ten instead of zero.
0: Yeah, let's go Tevri. I think Tevri to just try to wrap uh, Fennec up as quickly as possible oh, to wait, help aid Oh, Can I the actually do
1: this system.
2: crafting? Because I want... Uh, oh, yeah, sure. That actually... Yeah, that works. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense here. Yeah. yeah, okay. Sure.
0: Cool. Uh, so you pull out, you run up, and go for it.
2: 29.
0: 29? Okay. Uh, I think... Yeah, yeah completely. You kind of, like, swing it around, and uh, with a quick flash, you are pushing back against this uh, thing and holding them down, trying to aid in the exorcism as much as you can. (laughs) Um, And as you're doing this, Fennec starts, oh shit, Fennec starts floating. Like two feet off the floor, uh, completely abandoned ropes thanks to your expert rope skills. (laughs) And uh, they kind of flick their head towards you uh, and say,
4: Don't do that.
0: Fennec, it is your turn. Sarah, you are deep within the psyche of Fennec right now. Um, and it's, it is is dark, it is grim, it is rotting. And uh, you can feel uh, this Nvidiac prow- like prowling through your memories, learning more about you. And fuck, what do you do? Um, you can try to make will saves to force the exorcism to uh, help work along. You can maybe learn, make religion checks to learn more about it to make it easier to do this. What do you want to do? Um, if you can think of anything, I will let you do it if it makes sense from within this like psyche you're in. I think
3: knowing Sarah, they, they would try to brute force it.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: So will saves.
0: Okay, make me a will save. These will lower the DCs for uh, Amendil's Dispel Magic. Okay, uh 27. Okay, shit, yeah. Um uh
3: how does this how does this work? What are you doing? Uh I think um the notion that this demon would mess with Sarah's family really pissed them off. <laughs> <laughs> so, um I think inside, like inside their own psyche, they kind of just Go a little batshit and start. They just start breaking things,
0: <laughs>
3: trying you... to just fucking distract uh, the demon.
0: Yeah, you start smashing up your like the the corridors of your mind palace. It's like fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> um, it's like, hey asshole, I didn't ask for this. So now I'm gonna make you hot <laughs> Okay I think like as you're doing this Like I start to crawl up the walls and stare at you Angrily and you hear that Tip tap tip tap tip tap It's momentarily I... distracted you actually have a second where you can speak Like with um, Fennec's body Uh They blurt out Keep going It's gonna work it. uh, Followed immediately by A swiveling head and a Your mother sucks sucks cock in the abyss <laughs>
2: Well, that's just rude <laughs> and then
3: I think when uh, Sarah has all the eyes on them they take their they take their incorporeal rapier and just slash at one of the eyes okay make another will save
0: uh 22 okay I think that helps a little bit too the DC is dropping a little bit more and more And, uh, you have one more. Do you want to try, uh, just causing more of a ruckus? Yeah, they're gonna go for another eye. Okay, go for it. Another 22. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Um, the DC has dropped considerably. This thing is trying its hardest to, like, keep you under wraps. Um, it is now your, its turn, using your body. Um... It is kind of like, you're kind of levitating off the floor, and I think what it does is it wriggles and squirms, and it stares at you pleatly with Fennec's face, and it opens its mouth, and it starts to scream, and from its mouth comes a fucking blast of quasi-real goop. I need you to make me a reflex save. Okay.
1: 28.
0: At 28. That is a success against this thing's Shadow Blast. <laughs> um, it's acid because it's puking at you. Great. Um, so you're going to take half of 5d8. Okay. That is eight damage as it <laughs> at you. Um, and now I need you, uh, Fennec, to make me an acrobatics check as it's trying to wriggle out from these ropes. Okay. 19 against your crafting DC completely? No, it doesn't need it. Oh, shit. Okay. My goodness. <laughs> Amandiel, it is your turn. Uh, Fennec is very, like, is fighting against their bindings, um, head twisting back and forth before they turn to you and look at you and says, Amandio, I'm going to tear your skin off. And turn it into a scarf, do you hear me? I'll turn your eyeballs into a pulp and spread them over toast. I'll kill you, you son of a bitch!
2: I do you hear me? I don't care. Um, he's gonna cast um dispel magic again. All right.
0: Make me your religion check 21. That wouldn't be a success.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: it hadn't been for Fennec showing so if it hadn't been for Sarah showing a fucking f- baby rage <laughs> inside their mind. How well, does this look, Mandel? How do you exercise uh, Fennec?
2: Um I am imagining them uh putting a hand both uh, well, hands on on Fennec's like cheeks. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, um, holy light in whatever, um, Erastal's favorite color is, um.
0: So, light green.
2: Yeah, glowing from their hands as they, as he, um, dispels the magic that is, um, possessing, uh, that is keeping, uh, the demon, uh, a demon, right? It's a demon. Oh, Yeah. Uh, that is keeping this demon possessed uh, or possessing um, Fennec
0: okay well uh, what do you say to it as you are banishing it from Fennec's body
2: you will not hurt me you will not hurt my friends and you will not take control of Fennec
0: all right And with that, the light flashes and glows and Fennec starts to shake and scream as they say, No! No! And they take 20 damage as the exorcism is performed and the NVIDIA is destroyed. Just like that, Fennec, you drop to the floor and you are yourself again. Uh, They
3: on the floor for a little bit <laughs>
0: <laughs> still tied off <up.
4: laughs> ooh Sorry, Finnick are you timing. yourself again
3: when they come to the, they, they just open their eyes very slowly and then close them again and go
2: I fucking hate this place
4: are you okay it does fucking suck
3: <sighs> fine oh my neck's gonna be sore for the next week uh, they, um, sit back up, still tied, and go, are you guys alright?
4: Oh, quite good. Yeah. I'm fine. I got smacked, but I'm fine.
0: I think you hear a little voice suddenly, kind of like out of nowhere, and it just says, thank you. It's and the, the room feels a little warmer.
2: Hmm. Hey.
4: What you guys I su- do? I suppose that's that, isn't
0: it?
3: Seems like it.
0: Mm-hmm. You have the midnight violets.
4: Let's get out of here. I think we're owed a cup of tea. <sighs>
2: <Yeah>. <sighs> uh, should
3: I be able to spike mine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: As well as a butler, I also double as a bartender. I can do this.
0: Thank you. (laughs) You guys get up. You climb back up the stairs and shut the door behind you. You make your way out onto the porch. Down that winding path. You don't see a single cat on the way down. get that back to the dock and make a little camp. Wait till the morning. The boatman comes back in the morning, takes you across the lake as you look back at Avrigar- uh, Avrigard Mansion one last time. The autumn leaves in the trees swirling with a beautiful shade of orange. As you get to the dock, and turn to ask uh, Fennec if they'll join you for a cup of tea, you find that they have mysteriously vanished. Mm. Typical. You make your way back to Xavier's uh, tranquil inn, and sitting in the lobby, looking down at you, is Sarah. Looks like they had a bad night's sleep. Didn't, the mattress didn't agree with them. They're <laughs> clearly in a little bit of pain. Yeah. <laughs> their hair is
3: completely disheveled. Um their coat is open and so is their like their dress shirt. Um uh
1: completely uh
3: and they're wearing a bind they're just wearing a binder <laughs> with, their, with their like uh fucking basically fantasy joggers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not the fantasy
1: joggers, please. Um <laughs> completely please. runs right up to um right up to Sarah. Uh, looking very not worried but like you, you know how you look when a friend doesn't look uh, uh, like great um and, concerned. yeah concerned that's the word uh and completely absolutely gets on Sarah's case about sleeping better uh, and also <laughs> completely gives Sarah that fucking unicorn that they found except it's, it's <laughs> all cleaned up it's just like a little bit damp <laughs> 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 did in fact uh, cycle wash it on the way over. I,
3: oh
1: God.
3: Sarah just looks down at the unicorn and goes, "I, I thank you, completely. I, I, I greatly appreciate it." Who
4: is a souvenir? Where did you find this? Oh well, I found it on an island that was haunted by a dead child. Are you? Why
2: did you keep that?
3: And
4: as a souvenir, night, I guess. Yes, quite. <laughs> We'll tell
0: you all about it. Mm. You guys deliver the Midnight Violets to Xavier, who is extremely enthusiastic about this. You guys spend some time around Twilight's Hollow, uh, getting to notice actually a pretty nice little town. And in the evening, before you go back, you settle in for a wonderful cup of, twi- of Midnight Violet tea fellas it was worth every second (laughs) thank you everyone for joining us on Diceful Rolls Halloween special have a happy Halloween everybody (laughs) (laughs) thank you all and see you next time This episode of Daiso Roll would not have been possible without the support of our patrons. Ichtogan, Torbjorn, Introduction, Sophia Varela, G. Barbera, Luke, Gideon, Kiki, Sarah B, Seph, Ravona Darklope, Kiera, Lichelope, Gizmo, Talison, Matthew, Cass, Fable McElf, Black Dragon Gaming, Ava, Chris Lutman, Rem Bright, Lonesome Chunk, Emlyn, Sean C, Natasha Lundley, Rhiannon C, Ellie, Jenna Mitchell, King Kendrick, Don Bewley, Sky Evangeline, Tesliette, Triceratops, Grey Kitsune, Jolene, Anna Maria, Roxy, Jordan, Cynical Spinstress, Casey Corn, Emlyn Loderna, John the Booker, SS66 Seeker, Lynx, Dame Valerie Deter. Check out patreon.com slash dice and see what you can get for your support.
5: If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers.